You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash filmschool. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. In his new film, Severed Ways, our guest today, director, writer, and actor Tony Stone, follows two lone Vikings as they wade through a grand primeval landscape in the New World, struggling for survival while still in the grip of their Norse ways. Severed Ways will screen at the Lemley Sunset 5 beginning Friday, July 17th. Tony Stone, welcome to to Film School. Thank you. Thanks got, for having me on again. Yeah, I was going to say, welcome back to film school. Yeah. We were here like it was two years ago. It was two years, yeah. Yeah, basically exactly two years ago. Yeah. yeah. When it was at the L.A. Film Festival. Yeah. 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 So, so congratulations. I, you know, this is like Mike just finished uh, speaking with you off air that, that this is the first director we've ever had on for the same film twice. And, I heard. And, yeah. And, yeah, what an honor. Thank yeah. you, guys. <laughs> well, it's, it, well I think, what I think is great is that, you know, when you were starting off, it was just at the at the, not just, but it was the the showing was at the LA Film Festival. Right. And and now you've got a uh, distribution contract with Magnolia Pictures and congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean that was um, you know, I couldn't be happier with that happening because of LA Film Festival and um yeah, no, it's yeah. so it's the last couple of years we've been slowly building the release and clearing the music and you know, now it's making the rounds in the theaters. So. Now, now you say clearing the music. Uh, so th- when you first showed that film there was uh, did you have any problems with the music? It, uh, Sort of. I mean, it was semi-cleared. You know, you get the festival license, but to actually yeah. have it so that you can, you can clear it, you know, um, for theatrical and DVD is a whole nother world. And, um, you know, music is a big part of the film. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, there's, you know, m- music from Judas Priest to, uh, you know, Queens of the Stone Age to uh, to Burzum, who's, um, for people who don't know, you know, is actually in jail in uh, Norway for murder. So sort of, you Whoa. know, having to clear some of that gets a little difficult. <laughs> so, did, did, was that difficult to get his okay or easy? Um, it, it took a while to track down, but, um, you know, wow. that, that person doesn't have the, uh, the rights and a very cool person did. And, uh Anyway, you know, so, but, 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 you know, just trying to, you know, there's 10 different bands. So, I mean, each, each band was, you know, uh, took time and was a challenge. And now, did we you... managed to keep all the music that oh, we good. had, which oh. is incredible. That yeah. was my question. You, so you kept yeah. everything in the film. Yeah, Brian Eno there's, is in the film, too. And, yeah. you know, so, and everybody was super cooperative and, and really, uh, I mean, I really thank everybody involved because that was, um, you know, I, I don't think people would have thought that a little film could have cleared all that, but everybody was very cooperative and very generous. So now, that's now, great. Exactly what I was thinking yesterday when I was thinking about the soundtrack. I was thinking, now, is Tony still going around sneaking this in? <laughs> 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 you know, Magnolia Pictures know that this is included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, it's it's amazing we pulled it off. So, yeah, yeah and, no, it's no longer sneaking around. And, <laughs> and, and and Brian Eno too. This, the, I was surprised when I, you know, I saw who was in before I ever saw the film two years ago. I saw what the soundtrack was. And I was saying, well, how is this going to work? But it works just great with the film. Did were you hearing these this music when you were doing the film? Definitely. Some of it um, from the beginning, and then, you know, I shot over two different falls, so I edited what I had, because, you know, I had thought that I could shoot the whole movie in two and a half weeks, which was completely 
insane and wrong. So I went back <laughs> the next year and shot like, you know, 10 weeks. Um, but, you know, I started using music from all the footage I had had, too. So that's where I found the Brian Eno, which, you know, was used as the heathen to Christianity conversion theme. So, yeah. you know, the second year that was all in our head. Yeah, so some music was already there the first year, and then other music was all there the second year. So, yeah, I mean, it was sort of from there, you know, it was all there from the beginning, and, you know, a lot of the images were thought up to the music. And, you know, so it was super integral to try to, you know, obviously hold on to that. And yeah. I mean, I think that's why the music does work, you know, is just listening. You know, sometimes I was listening to that stuff on headphones while we were filming, while we were playing in a scene, and, yeah. you know, there's a cohesion that is, is, that's there, you know, yeah. because of that. Uh, we're speaking with Tony Stone. The film is Severed Ways, which will open this Friday, uh, July 17th at the Lemley Sunset Five in Los Angeles. And you said you, you had planned on a two-and-a-half-week shoot for this? Yeah, I yeah. thought I could bang it out, you know, and, uh, as <laughs> a, you know, it's sort of uh, that it would be more of an immersion and, you know, that the that, you know, the, the the nature and the surroundings would sort of just dictate this experience and we'd be more documenting, you know, and yeah. uh, that sort of really changed, you know, it sort of became a lot, wasn't actually that interesting and, you know, you know the woods weren't as, you know, um, <clears throat> dominating as I, you know, planned, you know, so anyway, so, and it's just to do a right, you know, it's, you know, it was my first film, so setting out, you know, you don't, you don't really understand how everything is going to take four times longer than you think, you know, yeah. so you're, you know, you're, going in blind with super, you know, super optimistic, and uh, things don't always work out. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm glad you spent the time on the film, because some of the landscapes you, you have, some of the shots you have are just really uh, inspiring. They're awesome. They truly are, you know, yeah. not, not in, not in the, the cheap form of the word, but in the, uh -huh. in the awesome form of the word. You know? Yeah, it's, thank you. Yeah. Just, there's some beautiful shots of, uh, of waterfalls, and, and uh, where, where is that fall that you use right at the beginning? Uh, you know, even it's, I don't say at the beginning of the film, but at least in the DVD version I have, there's the uh, the fall in the uh, the menu. Oh, that that's yeah. actually one of the f few shots that's um, in upstate New York. Ah. That's actually uh, Catterskill Falls, which is just, yeah, I mean, you think it's somewhere, you know, deep in the Rockies, and it's yeah. actually only a mile road, you know, a mile <laughs> walk from the road in upstate, you know, near Hunter Mountain. Um, and, uh, but yeah, you know, we did go to, the second year, we did go to Newfoundland, we did go to the coast of Maine, and, um, you know, we went to the, you know, to the Lansall Meadows, where, there's actually evidence of a Norse settlement where they rebuilt some of the buildings. So we did a pilgrimage to actually where Leif Erikson um, had built his settlement. And, um, you know, that land is just incredible, you know, and you could see why they picked that location, too, um, because it's the gateway to the whole St. Lawrence, because it's the most northern tip of Newfoundland, and you can see Labrador from the, uh, you know, oh. from, from Newfoundland. And so it sort of made sense geographically while they did that and you know so sort of doing these pilgrimages you really got an understanding of how they traveled america and why they picked the points where they settled and you know so it was sort of in doing this pilgrimage it was very educational um to, uh, to understanding you know sort of the viking perspective and what they were up against and you know the lands they were traveling and you know how immense and you know intimidating they were and yeah. why they went back to greenland and gave up you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no we're, we're talking an awful lot about scenes and our scenery and 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 history i want let's get to the let's recap for our, our listeners what is the story of severed ways and, and basically what what it's what did you tell us? Yeah. Um, yes. Well, the story is about a couple of Viking scouts that get left behind after a uh, after an expedition uh, to America that happens about ten, fifteen years later after Eric Leif Erikson's first expedition. Um, 
and uh, they get left behind because the Viking uh, party they're with has a fight with Indians while they're in the interior scouting, and they flee, and they come back to find their dead comrades on the shores, you know, with uh, arrows in their bodies. And yeah. uh, so they flee inland to, to, to build camp and, and, you know, figure out what they're going to do. And, um, and then they decide that they're going to try to walk back to Leif's Boudair, which is Leif Erikson's camp. And uh, even though that's sort of an impossible task, and they head off into the north, and they actually encounter... Unluckily for the monks, um, the uh, um, a couple of uh, a Christian settlement and a couple of uh, native encounters and yeah. anyhow from there yeah. it goes on. Yeah. Don't want to give away the whole. Plan. No, don't <laughs> want to give away. The whole plan. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, I, I, I do, I do want to go back to the landscape just for one thing because sure. you you, uh, you shot this on your family's farm, yes. Uh, families, I'd say, yeah. hippie, um, <laughs> you know, escape camp, you know. Yeah, hippie escape camp. Do you, <laughs> do you have uh, hippie, hippies in your lineage? Um, well, my dad in 69, you know, um, bought, bought, you know, with uh, bought about 30 acres with a friend of his in the wow. middle of Vermont for nothing. And, uh, you know, the idea was to, you know, get back to the land and in case, you know, stuff hit the fan, um, have a place to go, you know, right. so in a way they're very ahead of their time, you know, because I think that's obviously more pressing now than it was even then, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he built a, a you know, a, a house a mile from a road, carried everything in by hand, and it's still standing today, you know, where yeah. actually his the house he, um, the uh, friend he bought the land with, um, he built another house and he didn't believe in Building in permanent methods, and his house has fallen down since. So. <laughs> well, he was successful then. Really yeah, <laughs> successful. So he was that side of the hippie thing, where my dad was a little more, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, you did a lot of the editing. It was that in your uh, on the land. Was that in your father's I did, house? Yeah, did, almost all the editing I did, you know, um, on the land, which was great too, because you know I could go and shoot an insert shot. I could go shoot the south uh, salamander, you know. Um, I, you know, there was suddenly it was amazing way to um, to edit because you sort of never felt like you were missing something because you could literally step outdoors and shoot something, and, yeah. you know, and um, so and just being there and in the land and you know editing the footage that you shot around you, you know, that's all around you, which was just a great way to do it and completely isolated, you know. I mean, it's all solar panels and you know uh, no electricity into the land, so you know there's no connection to the outside world, you know, you're completely off the grid, so. You know, you wouldn't go. You'd go a week without seeing anybody. So it was a crazy way to sort of be immersed in your footage and, yeah. you know, play Viking and <laughs> be a weirdo by yourself in the woods. You know, <laughs> was, was that generally a lot of fun, or did you get lonely out there? Uh, no, I mean, I I love it. I mean, it's where I you know spent much of my childhood, and you know, I sort of joke that. You know, when I was a kid, we used to run around and build forts, uh, make fires, and pretend to kill each other. And, you know, yep. not much has changed with this <laughs> yeah. film. It's the same thing, you know? So. Yeah. We're speaking with Tony Stone. The film is Severed Ways, and it's uh, coming out this Friday at the Lemley Five Theater, uh, Sunset Five in uh, in L.A., Hollywood. Yeah. And How, how did that journey go? Uh, you know, from, yeah. from two years ago at the L.A. Film Festival to to now uh, opening at the... Uh... Did, did you, well, just to amend that, did you have any idea that it would take this long? Did you, from the L.A. Film Festival, the reception you got, the L.A. Film Festival, were you led to believe, boy, you, this is something we'll be releasing or you'll be able to get uh, picked up and, and 
well, just as Nathan said, describe this journey for us. Yeah, I mean, the Magnolia picking up the film sort of the dream come true. You know, that sort of from the beginning was hoping something, you know, a, 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 you know, a company that size would pick it up and really believe in it. And, you know, they did. And so that was, you know, that definitely was sort of a dream come true with the film. You know, that, you know as I'm saying, it's obviously very handmade, made for very little money, which friends. And, um, but, you know, once it got picked up, yeah, I mean, it just kept running to kinks with music and, you know, just delaying the sort of the way it works. And suddenly, wow. suddenly it's been two years, you know. Uh, when, um, when it got picked up right away? Is that what you said? It did. It got picked wow. up out of L.A. Okay, um, okay. And, um, yeah, you know, it just sort of, you know, did other festivals, and it just, sometimes it just does, takes time. I mean, yeah. other films already have their music in place and clearance, you know, but the fact that it is DIY, you know, there's other things that weren't prepped necessarily to, you know, to get it out there and that kind of thing. So, but time, it has flown by. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. crazy that it's, you know, that was two years ago, so. Well, you, you're using the word handmade on the film, but it doesn't have a handmade look. It has, a, you know, a personal look, but to, right. to say it's handmade sometimes gives people the impression that it's a, uh, I, I don't know, uh, jerky cameras, <laughs> handhelds, and, and, uh, yeah. and uh, funky footage, and this is, this is gorgeous stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I guess handmade is sort of, like, it's almost more immersion, you know, yeah. and, and uh, you know, we're sort of living the way our characters did, you know, we were off the grid, as I was saying, you know, there's no running water, it's outhouses, so it's sort of, you know, the, that grit of, of making it the same way sort of the characters are living in a way really, I think, sort of carries, you know, into the film, you know, um, which is sort of connects to some of my favorite filmmakers that would immerse themselves, like, obviously, a Herzog or, you know, even a Michael Mann and, you know, immersing himself in preparation and and training, you know, it's sort of two different angles, but similar ideas, you know. What, what's your favorite Herzog film? Uh, I mean, it would have to probably be uh, it's such a toss-up. Uh, I know. There's a I mean, lot Aguirre and Fitzcarraldo, yeah. um, I guess would, they're sort of equally so insane and similar. You know, yeah. I can't really separate them. And <laughs> what is it you like about them in particular? Is there any? You just like his unhinged way, or is there? Oh, I, th I think there's just, there's sort of, um, yeah, I mean, a believability and intensity that's just, um, you know, there's nothing else like it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, they are in the jungle, you know, people are dying, but maybe they're dying from plane crashes trying to land in the jungle, you know, yeah. they, they actually are hauling the boat over. I mean, you know, it's just all that constant, uh, you know, constant immersion and really letting the environment dictate what's, you know, you know, dictating what you're shooting and, you know, and dictating every day and, you know, losing sets and losing rafts, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, when, when they're doing a Geary and there's the raft that's floating down the river where all the characters are on, you know, there's another raft that's just upstream a mile where the whole set is living. You know, I mean, the yeah. whole crew is living. On, yeah. you know? yeah. So it's just, it's, you know, it's, and it's just, you know, the, the sort of the characters and just sort of letting, you know, uh, um, you know, sort of the, the excessiveness, of, excessiveness of his archetypes. And, you know, they're just yeah. pretty incredible. Well, this is interesting discussion in that you're, the, what you bring to watching a Herzog film is what you know about the filmmaker as well as the film itself. Right. And to some extent, that's the case with, the, with your film as well. Knowing that you were in fact immersed and and you lived off the grid as you put it and lived in in amongst uh, the uh, the surroundings of the film you you didn't go you didn't have a trailer parked off offset somewhere not. or you know or you didn't have yep. a makeup artist you didn't have a lot of yeah. the things that you that, yeah. that come with making a film did that have anything to do with the title you know severed ways were you were you 
Speaking of yourself there? Um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, I think it's it, there's a few different uh, interpretations of the title, but one of it is it's sort of lost um, physical literacy is what I would say, too. You know, as I think for me, the big part of what I love about the Vikings is sort of their carpentry, their, carpentry, their skills, you know, yeah. and I think it's they're sort of, you know, I, I'm talking about off the grid and back to the land, but they're sort of the role models for, you know, back to the land and, you know, basically uh, semi-primitive tools, but that could do these incredible things. I mean, the boats they could build are just, you know, I mean, works of, yeah. you know, master craftsmanship. And, you know, just as sort of our civilization might decay and, um, you know, we're going to have to be, start being more self-sufficient, you know, they are sort of a, one of the ultimate guides um, to, to, to living a self-sufficient existence, you know. So, you know, I think they're, you know, that's sort of, yeah, I mean, that's, that's sort of what the title's about, okay. you know. And, do you ever want to be a Viking? Sure, I yeah. definitely. <laughs> I mean, I love their sod houses. The term, I want to yeah. live in one of those. Really? I mean, if you ever see one, they're incredible, you know. Huh. And uh, I absolutely fantasize of yeah. I mean, you know, of, of of permanently, you know, living somewhat that way, you know. Um, I'm not familiar with their sod houses. What what are they like? Oh, they're just incredible. They, you know, there's there's that sod house in the film that yeah. is that's actually a recreation of the houses Leif Erikson built in Newfoundland. You know, yeah. and that is in Newfoundland, right? And it's just you know they, they have these you know massive sod walls that are about sometimes five feet wide, wow. also with stone, and then they uh, you know these, these sod roofs that are sometimes a couple feet thick. You know, so they also have these massive you know, offer uh, massive insulation and... Um, so they can take, can they take the weight of the snow then? If they Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're taking the weight of all this wet dirt already, you know, so yeah, they're very yeah. strongly built yeah. and uh, they're just beautiful because it just sort of almost looks like a hill in the land. They're almost invisible, yeah. you know, wow. and they sort of just float up like a wave and come down and, you know, they're very gorgeous and, and um, you know, just beautiful to be in too because it's all these sod earth walls and, you know, sort of very primitive but very... Something very made you know a lot very common commonsensical about yeah. it. You know, it's just. Uh, let, let me ask you in this two-year period of time since the LA Film Festival to the release this coming Friday, um, were you ever tempted to go back and reshoot or shoot oh. or, or edit or re-edit? Yeah. Or? <laughs> <laughs> All the time. I mean, that's the amazing thing right now is you know making movies and and you know the technology I made the movie is with is almost outdated. You know, it's mini DV and it almost seems funny. Like five years ago, that was sort of oh you know the you know mini DV seemed to be is going to be around for a while. Now everything is HD and shot on cards. You know, and but you know I still have that camera and I could I mean. Today I could still go shoot something, you know, and add it in, and you know, just the portability and not having to rely on a film crew or a film rental, and yeah, it's endless options, which is great. I mean, you're, yeah. you're told, you know, everything creatively is 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 open to you know to 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 changes, to progress, to you know fixing things and you know trying things and experimenting. So. Yeah. yeah, but did anyone ever? Did anyone suggest anything to you? Did, did they, a Magnolia or Magnet or whoever you were working with? Did, did they say, hey, "Well, why don't you?" Use, or is there or nothing? You were you were, they were happy? Uh, no, nothing. Okay, okay, nothing. Cool. You know, not even okay. defecation. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we, so, I is think that what you were aiming at, Mike? Uh, uh, yeah, no, the no, I wasn't. No, 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 no. I, as yeah. I said before, I think the most. 
compelling yeah. defecation scene in the history <laughs> of, uh, of American cinema. I think it's safe to say that. So, uh, but, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, you know, but you, you see, you know, it's it's sort of the involving anthropological study of these men. Oh, absolutely, I mean, the final it was act, no, you know? So it's you know, I think it's not arbitrary, right? Honestly, <laughs> no. I mean, believe me, when I when I first watched it, it I yeah. was you know, I think as most people reacted. Would react. Wow, mm-hmm. I am actually yeah. watching somebody, and yeah. uh, this, this isn't special effects. No, this was no DV. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and, and and so, but it, you're right. No, and, and I want I want to be a little serious here. It yeah. is about the total experience, the total immersion into this world. Uh, that, that that that's what this is about, and uh, and it serves the story. And yeah. you know, it's, oh, it's part, a beautiful film. Yeah, it's just a really, fun, you know, yeah. honestly, I mean, we we've we've had many wonderful filmmakers and many wonderful films on on uh, film school, and this is one that stays with you yeah. in ways that you just you wouldn't have expected. It, yeah. it and Absolutely. I can sit here two years later and remember. You know, my first time watching it. It's a, it's a, you, you've done something very special here, Tony. And, and wow, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, so what are you going to do next? What's going on right now? Yeah. There, there's something that just screened at uh, Brooklyn Academy? Is yeah. That, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just, there's a film I just shot. Well, I mean, we shot uh, last year, but it's just um, it's making the festivals round. It premiered at Sundance. It's actually a short film, but it's sort of a mini epic. It's about 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I made it with the musician, Melissa Oftemauer, who also stars in it and who did the music yeah. with uh, some friends of ours, the Entrance Band, who was an amazing band from L.A., um, as well, and um, anyway, it's sort of a psychedelic rock fantasy film um, <laughs> that has, you know, similar vein in several ways, but sort of HD, and uh, this has no dialogue and all music, very little natural sound. It's sort of more of a silent movie, and it's just sort of a rock experience where it travels between three different time periods, modern day. It actually goes back in time to a Viking witch world, but in a much more sort of fantasy realm as opposed to severed ways and then goes to an 1800s logging camp where trees bleed and the woods attack the loggers and then back to modern day and a car crash so it's sort of uh, (laughs) the end roll credits but um just making the rounds and what's the title um, is it called? It's called Out of Our Mind. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Oomfilmfilm.com. Now, yeah. now, what is it about? O- what is the. T- o- o- OOM.com? Yep, triple OOMfilm.com. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's do a little sociological mining here. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, what is it about the, the iconography of, I guess, metal music, heavy metal, and the Vikings? How does this all, in your mind, how does this all kind of tie together is there what is it about the sort of sensibility of people in, what, are, what is it about horns on your head and heavy metal music there, there you go no you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm not oh, i'm not being absolutely. very articulate it's a huge topic i mean yeah, we yeah. could talk about it for hours yeah, yeah. um well i mean beginning roots of metal had a had a viking um spirit to it you know and um we could start at the fact that um you know um you know, metal is sort of a rebellious music, something, you know, going against the status quo, and the status quo is Christianity. So obviously yeah. there's always been sort of a, you know, anti-Christian, which is also an anti-Viking, I mean, which is a, a more of a Viking spirit, obviously, um, the heathens raising the Christians. So are, 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 are Vikings, vegans, we, are there, is there, is there that sort of spirit among, among yeah, Vikings? Yeah, the Vikings definitely are pagans, you pagans, know. Okay. Um, and that's also what it's about in Severed Ways, is that, you know, the, the Christian, what what did the Viking in was Christianity. You know the the, the Vikings' warrior belief system was um, you know was 
was to uh, you know was to die in battle and go to Valhalla and feast, fight, and party, you know, for the rest of their life, which yeah. is pretty you know ideal and <laughs> and. Um, well, the, the- the feasting and the fighting, the feasting and the partying, I think I'm going for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, you get to wake up and die in battle every day. Yeah. But, you know, obviously that's metal, right? I mean, there's yeah, another yeah. connection. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's also, I think, that the, there's, there's a harshness to it. I mean, and also especially black metal music, you know, which is made by Norwegians. Um, yeah. You know, there's, 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 there's the harshness of... of of the environment, you know. I mean, what's pretty amazing about the Vikings is that they were sailing in these ships that were, you know, in a thousand years ago that were 40 feet long and were going all the way to America. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, the what? utter fearlessness that these people had, yeah. you know. In open um, seas in the winter or in the, you know, in these very, very un- unfavorable conditions, I'm sure, where they were traveling. Yeah. Exactly, you know, and, um, you know. It makes your long hair look cool, too. And they had long hair, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, I mean, that looks good. Headbanging, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's... Uh, okay. <laughs> But you know, but it's also, but I think there is there is something um, you know just sort of about the the, the intensity and sort of the, the the rebellion against the status quo that's in the Viking spirit, you know, yeah. um, that's also in heavy metal, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before we let you go, I, w- I want to see out of our minds. Okay. Yeah, where, where can I go see it? I mean, you know, I know Severed Ways is coming up, but I also want you know, is there yeah. a place that's coming to LA soon? Yeah, nothing yet, but I will definitely let you guys know. Um, it's playing. Where is it playing next? I mean, a couple other film festivals. Um, I'll and, just keep. I'll just hang out with the uh, with oomfilm.com. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, but it, 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 we have to get an LA screening soon. I mean, that's definitely on our um, list of to dos. All right. So. All righty then. Well, the, the film is Severed Ways. Can I just say once again, yeah. congratulations, uh, Tony, on getting it into distribution, and I. I, th- I hope it finds this audience, I, I, yeah. and I hope it finds an audience that you know is broader than what oh, we were will. just uh, you, you know we were talking about as a sort of this heavy metal kind of perspective. Because I think people will see some of the maybe the the, yeah, the trailer. It's not just for heavy metal. No, it isn't, and that's what, I guess means. what I'm trying to uh, inarticulate right. way trying to say. Yeah. it's a film about an American experience, about a human experience, uh, which we've never been exposed. I've never seen a film like this. Yeah. And about this kind of an uh, uh, this ex- this yeah. this about the, this American experience. I keep saying American experience about this experience, and uh, you did just a wonderful job. And congratulations! Yeah. Oh, thank you guys All so right. much. All right, well, film severed ways. Tony Stone, thanks for being on Film School. Oh, thanks for having me again. It was a lot All of fun right. talking to you guys. Yeah. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at KUCI.org slash filmschool.